Welcome everybody, welcome in Fantasy Foes, uh, the exec and Ronis right here, Cloud 10 Podcast Network. Shout out to uh, Spittin' Speeds and Matt Medica and Nando, you know what I'm saying, all the shows right here. Got you covered with the uh, the fantasy stuff, you know what I'm saying. Ronis, what's good with you, how's it going? Uh, it's going well, it's going to be a couple of stressful weeks here uh, with two weeks left in the fantasy football regular season. I have some good squads, so... Uh, just getting ready to be stressed out. And then, of course, uh, more football this week. You got Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So, uh, stressful next two weeks. Definitely go through the holiday season. Wish everybody the best of luck as they try to bring home the championships. You know what I'm saying? I know people in the industry have heard about the situation that I'm going through right now uh, with uh, the company known as Sportstopia with their lack of payment to us. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, fantasy football winnings would be very helpful. You know what I'm saying? So, as we navigate through the uh, the holiday season, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, last week, Ronis, you had a lot of cats died on the vine. That You know how that week, you had that week 14 where dudes that helped you all season all of a sudden was no-shows? And I think about, uh, you know, guys like C.J. Stroud and, uh, well, not C.J. Stroud, but really, not even, I don't want to say Jalen Hurts, but you do had some, you do had some guys that had uh, bad weeks last week. Yeah, I mean, Saquon Barkley was one of them. Um, a lot of guys got hurt too. Yeah, uh, I really, I really got hurt by the injuries. My silver bullet team, I thought it had a chance to make a run, and now it's kind of dead because I had Jamar Chase, Keenan Allen, Chris Olave, and Christian Watson. So Chris Olave was big last week. That cost yeah, me those a my first yeah. first four round picks. Um, and then you know I had I also have on the team Laporta, Ty Chandler. So I'm like, oh okay, good start to the week. And then uh, when you're forced to start Elijah Moore, and Tajay Spears, yeah, you kind of lose a lot of uh, helium in an overall. But, yeah, I think that that happens, unfortunately. A lot of star players didn't show up, didn't perform. And, you know, these are the money weeks, and you need these guys. Uh, and you have a lot of injuries, too, especially at the wide receiver position. does look like we might get back Nico Collins this week. Uh, even a big injury ah. to keep an eye on is Jaden Reed, man. Yes. He's been phenomenal. And he left with a toe injury, so that's a big injury to, to keep an eye on as well. Definitely keep an eye on the injury reports and updates um, as we go through uh, the rest of the week. Um, Ronis, you know, I saw this recently. I'm curious if you talk about championships and the money weeks and overall prizes and stuff like that. Did you see where next year real-time fantasy sports is going to have the first ever fantasy marketplace? No, I did not see that. So you can buy and sell fantasy teams. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting, right? Yeah. So basically, if you have a great squad halfway through the year, you can sell it and someone can buy it. Yep, someone can buy it. Or, you know, if you're looking for, like, say you don't have a team in the, in the tournament to win, you know, for the overall, or you, you can go in there. So you can put up, like, say, example, you got a team that's ninth in the silver bullet, well, on real time sports, whatever their contest is, you can put that team up. They'll assign the price to that team, and somebody can buy it and try to win the championship with it. Interesting. So, yeah. but you, that team has to decide to sell, though, right? Yeah, that team has to decide to sell, yes. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's real popular because uh, we, I think you may know him. I don't want to say his name, but I got a buddy who has a team left in Survivor, the Circus Survivor. I know someone in it, too. A deep, pretty, uh, live in Jersey? Mm, no. Okay, okay. No. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, yeah, 10 people left, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, supposedly they tried to chop it last week, and one person said no. 
Oh, really? I didn't hear that. Yeah, you didn't see that? Yeah. They, yeah. Like, of the, there was, what, 13 left last week. Three were eliminated. But with the 13, they decided not the whole pool, but a portion of it and then play for the rest. And one person said no. That's interesting. I wonder who that person was because, um, yeah, my, my, I, got a, I got a partner who, uh, you know, a dude that you know, you know what I'm saying? I'll text you his name, Ronis. Okay. <laughs> Not that do we're trying to hide he, something from the yeah, audience, yeah, but, yeah, this mean, is, it's a lot of money on this thing. Do you know who he's going to take this week? No, I do not know. I do not know. Okay. I haven't been able yeah, to keep in touch I'm with assuming him. the thing is, obviously, we're here in week 16, so a lot of the top options left. So I on the messenger.com on Fridays, I put out my betting article, and I also do survivor picks. Uh, most weeks are good. I think there was a week that all three I gave out lost. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week, I would think the Broncos are probably widely available. They're home against New England. I would think the Bears are widely available now. I know you're going to be like, the Bears? But they're home against the Cardinals. Bears have been playing very well. Their defense has improved, side. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, man, the defense. They, and they've won three out of the last five games, and they probably should have beat the Browns. I mean, if Darnell Mooney could catch that Hail Mary, that was just unbelievable how he kicked that it in the That was crazy, air. son, yeah. Yeah, had, had he gotten that, and they blew a lead, too, they would have won four of the last five. They, they beat the Lions. They should have beaten the Lions the first matchup where they blew the lead late. Um, they lost that game 31-26. So you could easily look at the Bears potentially in a five-game winning streak. Again, the two games they lost, they blew in the final couple minutes, and now they're home against the Cardinals. And, yeah, the Cardinals put up points against the 49ers last week, but – it's a tough matchup, so I would think those two are available. Um, I don't think people would trust Green Bay on the road against Carolina. Um, well, you know, Carolina yeah, I mean, I is I terrible. Carolina is terrible in Carolina. They did win last week, but um, well, both their wins came at home. Yeah. It's really more that that's really more a bet against Green Bay. But yeah, I mean, I think the the popular teams have to be taken by now. Um, I would think the Rams are probably gone. Probably gone. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs have to be gone. The Eagles are likely gone. Uh, 49ers playing the Ravens. You probably don't want to mess with that anyway. Dolphins, Cowboys, toss-up. So, um, And then the Texans are home against the Browns, but you're probably looking at Case Keenum at quarterback. So I don't know if you want to trust that, uh, even though the Browns' defense isn't as good on the road. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, Week 16, it's tough for Survivor, but uh, going to be interesting to see what those uh, teams pick this week. Yeah, so I, I go ahead. I sent you. I shot you the name of the person. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I don't know him personally. I know of but him. But you know of him, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's talk Man, about. He that. must be nervous as shit, bro. Can you imagine, son? That, Dude, that's that's life. Crazy. That, that for, not to say for him. For a lot of people, that would be life changing. But that would be humongous for him. You know what I'm saying? That would be humongous for almost anyone, bro. Yeah. Nine million or even a portion of that. So yep. the guy I know, he took Cincinnati last week. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> they had to come back and win. Scored yeah. 21 in the fourth quarter. I mean, boy, can you imagine the, the heart rate yeah, that's on that? crazy right there, but I know you probably feel pretty good about it right now. So, um, Shit, I do that. I, I go crazy over fucking industry fucking leagues. I know, right? No money on the line. I'm just like that. So I can't imagine with $9 million on the line. I, I, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to get in next year, man. Yeah, I'm going to do it next year, too. Um. I would have did it this year, Ronis. But if it wasn't for, you know what I'm saying, you know the the fantasy industry was not great in 2023. But um, definitely, uh, I would like to do so uh, next year. Um, but what about the Dallas Cowboys? Would you um, as I, you know me, I kind of feel the same way that Michael Parsons did. Like, listen, everybody has losses; they are allowed to lose. When the Dallas Cowboys lose, it's front page news, and I get why. You know what I'm saying? But um. 
You know what I didn't like about it, Ronis? The I put it like this. Let me not say what I didn't like. I know how to beat Dallas. Run the football. Don't let them get their pass rush going. And Buffalo right. executed it to perfection. And look, Buffalo's a really good team, and I felt like for weeks that they were going to get in the playoffs. They just had like a lot of unfortunate losses, but they have a quarterback. And finally, since uh, Brady took over as offensive coordinator, they are really util utilizing James Cook in a major way. I mean, he is going to be a league winner, man. There's no question about it, uh, what he's doing on the ground and in the passing game. But the most the demoralized thing for me for Dallas is they got their ass kicked, bro. They basically didn't show up. And how many times do we see this on the road against a good team? They just get the shit kicked out of them, man. So it's they like, gave away how? 18 points. Well, yeah, the referee, right. the referees gave the referees gave the Bills 18 points, right? Yeah, but I mean, I'm not gonna point to the officials. But they lost no, 31 you're, you're, to 10. Man. You're right, but you don't you don't quit in the second half. They but, quit they in the second much, half. Man. Yeah, they do. They do and, it too much, yep. and it's okay. The likelihood is Philly's winning this division. I'm sorry, I just don't I see agree. Philly. I don't see Philly slipping up where Dallas can easily lose one of the next three games. So now Dallas has to go on the road, more than likely after they win their first game because I don't see them losing to the NFC South, then they're going to have to play San Francisco. How do you feel confident them winning that game right now? You don't. You don't. And this will be San Francisco's first playoff game. No, they'll, 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 I mean, they'll play prop. Well, you know, they'll play a, a wild card. Well, San Francisco will go to the top seed. Yeah, and see, they're that's the thing. going to be the top seed, yeah. And that's kind of what's unfair to Dallas. I'd rather play Philly. I have more confidence yeah. playing at Philly. I, I, I agree with you 100%. The problem is Dallas can't get the three seed because they can't win the division. So you well, have no, they would. Yeah, they you have teams they, like Lions. The Lions and the NFC South winner should really be the team going to San Francisco off to that week. Instead, it's going to be Dallas because Dallas is going to be the lowest remaining seed. Right. So, because the way it shapes up now, I mean, I Philly can still. Wait, Philly didn't play Detroit this year, did they? I don't um, believe so. They played them last year. I don't believe they played this year. I mean, in Detroit could actually Dallas could actually help. Philly get it because if Dallas beats Detroit and that game is in Dallas uh, a week from Saturday so I mean look still a lot to be played but the likelihood is Dallas is not going to win the division and now they would have to win two road games against San Fran and likely Philly to get to the Super Bowl I just don't I look I I've, I've tweeted this out I hope I'm wrong because ice cowboy fans are getting on me I'm like dude I'm just realistic man like you can't root for your team, and everyone does it, too. You you automatically know when you tweet something out and someone responds, oh, this guy's a Chiefs fan. You go look at his icon, he's a Chiefs fan. Like, you can't look at it shit like that. You got to be real. Fans can't. They don't have that ability. They are, you know, cheer for the home team. I'm realistic, and I just, I don't see how you can feel confident. It's wide open. There is parity, and Dallas did play San Fran extremely well last year. That's what was frustrating. They held them to 17 points. The 49ers didn't score until the fourth quarter in San Fran. So the defense really held them in check last year. But I just – I don't see it. Again, I hope I'm wrong. And you don't see it, but one thing that they, you can – little slimmer of hope is the 49ers do not – or not the same – have not been the same team in the playoffs the past couple of years. Now, last season well, was well, different. Yeah. Yeah, Purdy got hurt. Yeah, last season was different. I understand that. You know what I'm saying? But No, nah, this, this team this is – This is the best really, San Francisco I, team that I've, we've seen in a while. Dude, every time Trent Williams plays, they put up 28 points, man. Like, I just don't see how you stop them. I just don't. Like, Debo Samuel, Kittle, McCaffrey, it's amazing. Uh, so, again, I hope I'm wrong. And, obviously, this has been a weird year where you can see crazy things happen. But Dallas is 
just struggled on the road. 7-0 and at home, 3-4 and on the road. And, uh, you know, it would be nice if they actually went on the road and won this week in Miami. Uh, it's a big game for Miami, too. Uh, so Temper your optimism, Rose. They, no, they have to prove it to me. I keep saying it. Like, people get mad at me. I'm like, well, talk to me in January. Like, I never got I never got high after that Philly win. I'm like, okay, they were you, supposed you to win. You knew what it was, yeah. Yeah. So, I just can't get too high or low on this team. They're going to have to prove it to me in January. No doubt. I agree with you 100% on that one right there. You know, something I wanted to bring up that you mentioned. Uh, oh, did you see the Rashad Mendenhall thing this week? Oh, my God. So, I mean, I'm you know me. I am. I hate all the racial division. I just it's annoying to me, and I think it's done purposely because this country wants us split on everything. Yeah. It's not just race. They want they want division in this country, and they use race as a big factor. Um, but yeah, I mean, come on, man. Like, I, and I saw a clip of uh, Cameron and Mace talking about it, and I'm glad they were. You know, Cam's like, "What are you talking about?" Our goat? You're not better than our goat. He's like, you're not better than Christian McCaffrey. You're not exactly. <laughs> but you know, people automatically like, oh well, the black team would easily win. And I'm like, well, y'all don't understand that. Listen, the white roster onus is loaded, son. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? You just ain't got no cornerback. I didn't even look at it. I didn't even look because I don't care. Like this thing is so stupid, man. It is, like, but how listen, does, it, how does it would be catch? like. It would be like Joe Burrow, uh, Cooper Cup, Adam Thielen. You could put Travis Kelsey in the slot. You could put Laporta or Kittle at tight end. Trey McBride? The offense, Trey McBride. The offensive line is stacked. You know what I'm saying? You got Max Crosby. You got, you know what I'm saying? You got everybody except you would have to, Christian McCaffrey would have to play a cornerback too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. That's right. Because we can't get Jason Seahorn out of retirement. <laughs> but this is the wild thing, Ronis. Jason Sehorn is the last white cornerback to start in the NFL. Is he really? That's I just, crazy oh my, when that's I saw that I this remember. week, son. And that yeah. was 2002. I feel like, when, when, when did Adam Archuleta play, though? Um, wasn't he, was he a safety, I thought? He might have been a safety. That's, that's, maybe what I, that's maybe what I got wrong, man. Okay. I thought he was. I could be wrong. I thought he was safety. Yeah, dude, that is crazy, though. Wow, yeah, we need... We're going to have to get some corners to face these elite receivers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, but no, nah, that was interesting. But Rashard Mendenhall probably been tackled uh, one too many times. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, he's upset. He takes a beating because of that fumble from years ago. So he has yeah, kind of like the true. dude from Boston um, and, the, and your man from the Cubs. He kind of has. Yeah, exactly. He kind of has that thing that he's dealing with. And obviously, that's a, a legendary franchise. Speaking of legendary franchises, Ronis, um, you remember when um, Antonio Brown FaceTimed from the Steeler locker room after yeah. that game? Mm -hmm. That was in 2017, January 2017, when that happened. That was the last time the Pittsburgh Steelers won a playoff game. Wow, that's crazy, man. Now, it's blasphemous to talk about Mike Tomlin losing his job, but nobody else, Ronis, would have that kind of leeway. Um, I mean, well, we know the Steelers. To, I also think he hasn't had teams. Like, to me, this team this year has completely overachieved. I don't think they're good at all. No, they're I mean, not. We're being outscored every single week. I mean, look, look at the quarterback situation there. I guess, I guess you. The point is in this era of 
coaches being given short leashes. But he has won a Super Bowl. He's had a lot of success. I know it's been a while. I would gladly take Mike Tomlin as my This is the whole thing about it is if you was to fire Mike Tomlin, people would fire their coach to hire Mike Tomlin. And, you know, I think he's probably – it's a motivational. I think he's a more motivational coach than X and O's, but that kind of matters, man. You kind of need that. Oh, it's very important. You know what I'm saying? But it's just but, one yeah, of those things. Saying, yeah. The George Pickens thing is really disturbing. We seen it with Deontay Johnson, too, a couple weeks ago. I know he's. He, they were saying, oh, he didn't know that the ball was turned over or whatever. Pickens said he didn't want to block because he didn't want to get hurt like Tank Dell. You can't have that on a football field, man. No, not, not good at all. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, you know, I don't want to say it's something wrong with the culture in Pittsburgh because I don't believe that to be the case. But we've been knew that George Pickens – it's got a culture issue. You know what I'm saying? He barely played at Georgia. You know what I mean? So that's interesting thing uh, with, with, with George Pickens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know what I'm saying? But um, uh, it's going to be an interesting offseason. I don't think he goes anywhere. I really don't. I think Bill Belichick is going, though. Yeah, it feels that way. Yeah, definitely. I feel like Bill Belichick will be going um, uh, after this season right here. It looks like uh, it's time to get a new guy in there. For um for the for the uh, New England Patriots, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do. But if, if I'm Mike Tomlin, though, you know if I'm Mike Tomlin, you know who I would who I would reach out to. What's your man that was coaching the Cardinals, Kingsbury? Yeah, I'd reach out to him see if he want to come be the offensive coordinator. Isn't he overseas or something now? Did he left Didn't right? He... Yeah, well, because I think he the Patriots tried to hire him last year. I think there was something where if he refused to coach or something, he would lose money. And I think he was somewhere overseas or somewhat. I forgot. Or is he oh – wait, isn't he back at USC? I don't think he's back at USC. Not, I mean, USC's coaches um, – wait a no, minute. No, as an assistant. Yeah, he was an offensive assistant. Uh, oh, he took a job. So he was back at USC this year. Yeah, yeah, I would go try to scoop him up. You know what I'm saying? That could be somebody that they can lead, something like that. Um, you had a nice crib. Oh, yeah, Arizona. it's lit, son. Why not? <laughs> you got plenty of money, you know what I'm saying? You got good-looking women's and stuff like that, so he doesn't. he's doing a good job. Um, top five quarterbacks this season, Ronis. Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy, Lamar Jackson. Does it feel that way? Yes and no. No, because a lot of those guys have not really like Hurts. Most of his production is on the ground. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I don't know what Philadelphia was doing on Monday night against Seattle. Like, I don't know how they lost that game. They were in control the whole way. They were so conservative. So many, so many short passes. Seattle was ready. They were ready. And then, of course, when you don't need to throw deep late in the game, when you need a field goal, you needed 13 yards. We've seen Jake Elliott already nail like a 60 plus yarder to tie the game. You throw deep into coverage? Like, I don't know. Um, Dak obviously got off to the slow start. Then went through a stretch where he played great teams. Josh Allen, I mean, last week, what, he complete nine passes against Dallas because yeah. he ran the ball so well. So, yeah, it's been one of those years where – and even Lamar Jackson, like – Hasn't been overly how, great, right? How the fuck is Lamar Jackson in the MVP conversation? We're just doing this based on teams winning? I love Lamar Jackson. He has not had an MVP-type year, man. This is not even close to what he was. He has 17 touchdown passes. 17 touchdown passes going into week 16. If I just said, it doesn't matter who it is. If I said, hey, here are the stats for a quarterback. Is he in the MVP conversation? You would say, no fucking way. No chance. 
He's in the MVP conversation. Why? Because the Ravens have the best record. The Ravens AFC. have the best record. Is that, in the is that AFC. all we're doing now? Basically, That's all we're doing now. That is what we're doing now. It's so stupid. It should be, it should be McCaffrey, man. I think Christian. I have McCaffrey. no problem if you want to give it to Purdy. He's played great. I know people knock him because of all the weapons and all those guys doing things after the catch. But how is Lamar Jackson in this conversation? Yeah, he's having a, Brock Purdy's having a better year than Lamar Jackson. So there you go, right there. Um, and you know, and obviously Lamar has that prowess on the ground. You know what I'm saying? But it's going to be an I interesting it, playoff again, run. If you, if Baltimore was not the top seed in the AFC, he wouldn't be in this conversation. You wouldn't even, That's the only reason why he's there. Wouldn't be. A, it wouldn't even be a a thought about Lamar Jackson being the MVP if they wasn't a top seed. And he's had a good, a decent year, but not. Yeah, not he's had not, a good year, but yeah. it's not an MVP type year. You know, they bro, just don't want to give it to. Uh, non-quarterback. Honest, you know what I would like to happen to our Dallas Cowboys before the playoffs start? Win a game? Yes. I would like Brandon Aubrey to miss a kick. Oh, I already said this. I think uh, I was, I forgot what Cowboy, I don't know if it was Kurtz or Casale. We were having a conversation on Twitter and I said, uh, you know how this streak's going to end? And I've said it to my friends too. In the playoffs. It's going to be like, yeah, it'll mm-hmm. be, he'll line up for a game-winning kick. Aubrey has been perfect this year. He's nailed kicks from well over 50 yards. And this is a chip shot. 37-yard field goal to win it. The kick is up, and it is no good. He so, missed. Do you remember um, the last time that happened? It was, oh, more, it was yeah. Morton Anderson. And it was the, yeah, N- oh, the it Minnesota-Atlanta game, The Minnesota-Atlanta right? game. It was, oh, the NFC, yeah. it was the NFC championship game. And How many <laughs> yards was that? Do you remember? It was a chip shot. And Pat Simmerall said, Morton Anderson hasn't missed all season. And he just missed. <laughs> oh, man. It was 38 yards. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, and I, what did I just say? 36, 37? Yep. Oh, man. Oh, that would be that would that that would be typical Cowboys, bro. Hundred percent, son. I'm like, field, oh, can you imagine? I, you know what? You know, listen. I don't know how people think different. Where people have opinions on Stephen A. Smith and stuff like that. To me, it's hilarious when he does it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you're expecting it, it. Me as a Cowboys yeah. fan, but you know what? It's He's, funny. And no, Ronis, the funny thing about it is, is when the game go. It's like the it's like the algorithms on social media know to send it to you. Because if, as soon as I picked up my phone, son, I just saw that screen. I was like, oh, it's Stephen A., son. <laughs> I didn't even see him this week, but I knew like, I, I knew the Cowboys were losing to the Bills. I yeah. knew it. Like, it was a combination of the Bills really needing the game. They were playing well. And then Dallas coming off that high, going on the road. So uh, I easily, in my pool work pool, took the Bills minus one and a half. It was easy to me i get i hope to be wrong on those things but it was easy to see coming no doubt uh let's get into some of the uh the games and lines from this week before we get up out of here wish everybody a do in their playoffs this weekend i got my odd screen is is spinning how you doing the nba this week ron i'm having a decent week i tell you what um that game of a night i almost i almost hit a pretty decent paul later of a night but um i was on uh who the timberwolves I was on the heat when, man, Anthony Edwards went crazy that night, son. Oh, yeah. Um, and then they obviously lost to Philly. Uh, but John Morant being back is great for the NBA. What a performance for him. 34 points, most of them in the fourth quarter, the game-winning shot. Great for the NBA. And Memphis is a team, too, that 
uh, I would look to maybe make a bet on for them to make the postseason. Yeah. I know they have. I know they have a. You know, they they've dug themselves a hole, but um, they can easily get back in. Well, it. the thing about yeah. it is, you got to remember this team was the second seed going into the playoffs earlier this year. Yeah. So they can roll off a lot of wins, and then Brandon Clark. Uh, it should be back uh, sometime Marcus after the new Smart, year too. I think it's coming back as we, uh, the night we rec- were recording Thursday. I think yep. he's supposed to be back Thursday night. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, they'll pass the Jazz. The Warriors have underperformed. I don't think they're that good. I mean, I think Phoenix will get ba- better. Houston could come back down. The Lakers, I don't know, man. They have not been playing well after winning the in-season tournament. And, you know, LeBron's not playing on a back-to-back. So um, Dallas could fall back. Sacramento could fall back. So, yeah, um, I think they have a great shot. Now, again, they've dug themselves a big hole. 1-11 at home, 6-8 on the road, which is weird. But getting Ja back, even Marcus Smart, they easily can make a run. You see the difference that Ja Morant makes for that team. Uh, that was that was a fun game the other night. And uh, happy to be uh, seeing Ja Morant back. And uh, I am on his prop on Thursday night. There you go. So, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, no, definitely, um, you know, was a – you know, a lot of a lot of work being done to get back to this point. And, you know, they kept receipts. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I heard Stephen A. and Chris Russo the other day talking about, well, why would he keep receipts? He was the one who did something wrong. You can't. ESPN did a hit piece on that kid's family. You know what I'm saying? And people remember stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but no, that. Look, that I, just, I just hope he stays stay away from the, the stupidness. Yeah, yeah, man, mm-hmm. you know. There's no need for him to do that stuff. He's a great player. He can make so much money. He's fun to watch. So uh, hopefully he can just focus on the court because, my goodness, man, he is just uh, so much fun to watch. Uh, He just gets to the basket with ease. Great court vision. The passes he makes, man. Um, And you could see the team was really uplifted with him. Yeah. uh, They could have given up. They were down. You know, Pelicans looked to be in control. C.J. McCollum was hitting every shot. And uh, they just stuck with it, and a uh, phenomenal comeback for them. Speaking of C.J. McCollum that night, so that night, underdog had John Morant uh, one point, right? They had John Morant one point, right? So I said, okay, I'm going to take that. Then I took, um, who was it? Was it Trip? I think it was uh, Jaron Jackson, points, rebounds, and assists. I think that's who it was. Or maybe it was, I think it was Jaron Jackson, points, rebounds, and assists. And I thought I was playing C.J. McCollum over two and a half threes. And then I look at the thing, Ronis, I played over two and a half free throws. Oh, shoot, yeah, always be careful. That that happens once in a while. You always got to look. Yeah, McCollum usually is really good with that, with the threes. You know, it's usually around two and a half threes and in the right matchup. You know, the one problem I have with the Pelicans with props is you have Ingram, you have McCollum, you have Zion, you have Valanciunas. So you kind of really have to look at the matchups with those guys uh, because – they all can't go off on a given night. That's a good team, too, man. I love Trey Murphy. They're a good team, the son, but, son, but Zion has to step it up, bro. He has I to. I know. Yeah. I mean, it, he did for a stretch, and then he's kind of slowed down again. Um, but, yeah, they really need him. I mean, he, he can score at will in the paint, man. So, he, he's got to do it. Uh, Ingram like, is really – I love Ingram, man. Yeah, the thing, yeah, Ingram's phenomenal. The thing with Zion is he could be the best player in the league, son. Like, he really could, but you just don't see it on a consistent basis. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. Like, in that game, right? You know, obviously, the story is Ja. How are you? 13 But that's your man. Like, that's – the game was basically set up for that purpose. And you know the NBA with the scheduling, son? 
You know who yeah, the, right? you know who they first play tonight? Back. The first game back's against Zion. Then who they play tonight? The Pacers. Indiana. Tyrese Halliburton. You know what yeah. I mean? So they they're they're setting you up for these moments anyway. Um, right quick, your thoughts on the Anthony Edwards situation from earlier this week. Um This is what I'll say this. Yeah. Like as far as what he texts her and all of that stuff. Okay, I'm not I'm not gonna comment on that or get in, involved with that. But if this was a 30-something-year-old man manipulating and taking money from a 22-year-old woman, it'd be a different story. Well, of course. The, I don't understand how people put all this stuff in text messages. I know that's what we do True. now. Yep. Get on the phone, man. I don't know what to talk but You've yep. got to understand, man, these things are out there. But this is a 22-year-old boy. Just because he's a superstar athlete... You you forget. I see this, this, this. What I've learned with these dudes recently, Ron, I have a twenty two year old son, so I know is how doing stupid how many, they are. How many how many abortions he, is he paying? <laughs> he can't afford them. He can't afford them. You know what I'm saying? But he's I not doing he, the right thing with with the Jimmy hats either, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So well, I always have. That's why I have no kids. I'm extremely careful, and even girls have joked like, "Yeah, you're ultra cautious." Yeah, I ain't trying to have no kid. There with someone go. I don't want to be have yeah. a kid with, you know what I'm saying? And I look, they, some, ah, people have to talk to them, man. Like these veterans have to take them under their wing, and I know they probably do. And these guys don't listen, but man. And then you heard this Tyreek Hill allegedly had like three more kids recently, or two kids. And now Tyreek Hill is grown; he should know better. And I thought, <laughs> I mean, just yeah. seeing Tyreek Hill on the HBO in season Hard Knocks, I'm like, oh, it looks like he's got a different perspective. He's matured. I guess not. I mean, again, I don't know if it's true. But man, yeah, the, it, look, any man in general, you've got to be so careful. But these guys, man, like, it's insane how, like, they just don't, they're so irresponsible. And I understand they're young, but you're coming across a big money. You know you're going to be a target. You know you can get anyone you want. You've got to be so careful, man. Yep. And don't put that stuff in text, man. Yep, there you go right there. It's dangerous when you do it that way. You know what I'm saying? Son said, son said hell no, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Off with its head. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yo, but, here's the, what's the chick's name that Zion Wilson used to be with? Mariah Mills. You saw her this morning? She, no, I didn't see this one. I saw something she came out saying, oh, well, Zion's not good in bed. Shut the fuck up. Why do women always do that shit? Meanwhile, you were crying over him. You wanted him back better. Now you're gonna crush him. Get out of here. Come on now. You know that. Yeah, you know dude, that. You know that. Twenty-two that. year old dude was laying in there. You know what That's I'm what saying? I'm saying. All these women, man. You know. You know they're in love with you. They love the way you put it on them. And then something happens. You go wrong. Oh yeah, he was whacking bed. Yeah. Okay. That's why you was all over me for two years. Get yeah. out of here, man. Stop with that. So there you go, right there. We hate to get off on that tangent, right there, but Ronas. But Give we us, need to instruct the youth. We gotta, we gotta listen. We gotta, we gotta help the youth. You know what I'm saying? We gotta help our young kings out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't. You gotta be very careful going down these paths with these BBL warriors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, be careful. Shorty joint didn't seats, even. Man. No Shorty, text. yeah, Shorty joint didn't even move. You seen the video of Shorty walking at Anthony Edwards joint? Oh my, yo, that's too much. That's love, too much. You like a big I old love joint a big too? Ass yeah, more than anyone. That is too much, bro. That is just too much fakeness. Nah, bro. That joint didn't even move. You know what I know. I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, what an exaggeration. I mean, come on, man. You could have some real nice natural, man. Like, I, what do you think it is? Social media has done this to women? Yeah, social media has done it to women. But yeah. it's also done it to men, too. To these young men, too. 
right? Because these are the women that line the first row of the games. You know what I'm saying? So they know what they're doing. And these women are older women. Like, these, this is not a 22-year-old woman. You know what I'm saying? This is a yeah. grown adult woman that knows what she's doing. She could have had somebody pee on that stick. You know what I'm saying? And be like, yo, I, yeah, exactly. So, uh, but be careful, young kings. All right, Ronis, give us some NFL picks for this week. I haven't really handicapped the week yet. I've been down pretty bad with an illness, but go ahead. What you got? Uh, let's see. I mean, I my leans are uh, I like Atlanta to bounce back this week. I know it's tough picking them, uh, but the Colts have kind of been a little fortunate, so I like Atlanta. I'm not sure why Seattle's only favored by two and a half on the road against Tennessee. Why is that? Li- that that's a fishy line, isn't it? Yeah. Tennessee's got nothing to play for. Seattle has a lot to play for. Geno Smith's going to return. Weird line to me. Uh, I like Minnesota getting the three and a half against Detroit at home. I think that's a tight game. Minnesota's defense played very well. Important game for them. Uh, I think the Panthers could keep it close with Green Bay. I mean, how can you lay five with Green Bay on the road? No, you can't the do that. But you get the, the Panthers are the worst team in the league, though. I understand that. Uh, but they also are not trying to tank. They don't have their first-round pick. So there's no reason True. for them to, to tank uh, since the Bears have it. Uh, Texans Browns kind of waiting on the uh, well I guess it does look like Case Keenum's going to play they're on the dogs at home uh, not a strong feel there uh, I like I think I'll take the points with Arizona I do think the Bears win but that should be a tight game Miami in Dallas is a toss up I kind of lean Dallas getting the point but I don't feel great about it Denver laying six and a half against New England uh, it's hard to lay six and a half with Denver against anyone yep. uh, and New England does play defense and New England's yes. not going to quit. I see. So the 49ers-Ravens, obviously, is the best game of the week. It's the Monday five. Night, is that, is that magic five and a half, too, son? You would take Baltimore? You got to take. I, I, know, I, I bet the I five and a half Jackson's blind. I know greatest underdog. Harbaugh's great underdog. Uh, I don't think I could take the Ravens, man. I see the argument for it. I understand what you're saying 100%. Normally, I would take the 49ers, but that five and a half. Uh, is right there. Wow, right? I see some four and a, I see some oh, four and a half now. Okay, okay. So, so it is, but the people are taking the Ravens. I think so because they're looking at it as uh, the Ravens is a dog and Lamar Jackson is a dog. Obviously, yeah. he has not been great as a favorite. Uh, their defense is good. I don't think they can slow down the Niners. No, I, I think I it's going to be very tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be the best the, game of the weekend. Oh, not even. And, and I think Miami uh, Dallas will be yep. good too. No doubt. No doubt about it. You know what? Let me actually. I've been. Th- I was thinking about this this week. I'm gonna throw out. You're talking about the first pick of the draft. Would you rather have Joe Burrow or the first pick of the draft? Burrow. Would you rather have Trevor Lawrence or the first pick of the draft? Oh, that's. I don't want to write Lawrence off, but he's been a real disappointment so far. Interesting. You call him a disappointment. Yeah. You don't think he has been? I wouldn't say he's a disappointment, but I don't. He hasn't lived up to the expectation. We thought he was going to be. That's what him. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I shouldn't say disappointment, but he has definitely not lived up to expectations. He's living off that comeback last year against the Chargers in the playoffs, and uh, when we look at what the Chargers have become, it's not as impressive anymore. Yeah. I. You know, I have Lawrence on a couple fantasy teams. I did not realize he has 18 touchdown passes. Wow. That is just and that is brutal, man. I can't do that. In Fourteen games. Can't do that. Oh he doesn't. He doesn't play well at home. You know what I'm saying? So there are there are some red flags to Lawrence, but I I, I agree. I would take Burrow over the pick, and I would take the pick over Lawrence. Man, that's crazy. I mean, this was the number one overall pick in 2021. People thought can't miss again. I don't want to say 
he's, oh, that's it. He's going to be a bust. But he, he has not lived up to expectations. He just hasn't. Yeah. So. All right, we'll be back next week right here. Fantasy Foes, Ronis Carson, the exact Ronis. Holla at everybody. Y'all have good luck this week. Hopefully you advance in your championships. Bye.